Jesus speaking to us today in parables. Um, the first one especially is what got my attention this time. Uh, and it's the, the parable of the, the sower or the farmer who sowed wheat in his field, but he had a servant come up and say, there's this, something else growing along with the, the wheat. And in those days they would call it fool's wheat. And so he asked, the, he asked the farmer, should we pull up all of the, the bad wheat? And he said, no, because you're going to pull up other, our, the wheat we want, the kind of wheat we want. So when you think of that parable, in terms of the kingdom of God, we actually get an answer to one of the questions all of us ask. And that is, why in the heck, and I'm translating that, why in the heck do we have so much chaos? Why in the heck do we have so much stuff going on that's really, really seems to be just downright evil? Remember what the master of the house said, let them grow together, but at the judgment, that's when they will be separated and the evil ones will be, be thrown into the fire. And those that are the wheat of God will be placed in the kingdom of heaven. Now that should give us pause. Because the question then becomes, okay, where are we? Where are we in all this? And don't answer too quickly. I know we're in the cathedral. Okay, and I know we're all feeling pretty good that the harvest happens right now. We got a chance, okay? But the question also becomes for us personally in our own lives, the moments of the good seed growing in our lives versus the bad seed growing in our lives. And that's also part of this. And... Jesus, allowing Jesus into our lives is really about that. One, to bless the good seed that's in our hearts, but two, to heal us of the bad seed that happens. Because there are moments, if we're honest, in our lives when we probably would look like some of the fool's wheat ourselves. And yet, Jesus has shown us in a very special way that there is hope. That's really what the first reading was about of wisdom, saying God is lenient and God gives us hope. God gives us hope. And so in those moments, I'm gonna drift back into the first example I gave you. In those moments when you're looking at the television or you're looking at your phone and whatever, and whatever's going on, you wanna yell at it. Okay, and some of us are pretty good at yelling at it. Now, don't throw your shoe at the, at the television, please. Don't do that. But it's really a moment in calling us to prayer. So when I watch the news, man, my rosary is smoking. Smoking. It's a time for prayer for us. It really is. That's the first thing. And again, of course, the second step then is to really know Jesus dying on the cross for us. So you think about it. 
He could have come in a lot of different ways, but he came to die on the cross. That's why like he was born as one of us. And so this cross that we have with Jesus on it is saying to us how much God loves us and also saying to us there's still hope even when we fail, even when we don't do what we really would like to do. Remember St. Paul telling us more than once, I do what I don't want to do. How often does that happen to us? Or I say what I don't want to say. Thank God we have the sacrament of confession reconciliation. Thank God, because it gives us a chance to start over again. We meet Jesus, the Jesus that lived among us, died on the cross, rose from the dead, ascended to the Father in confession. And he brings us the healing we need. He touches that part of us which is tending towards to the fool's wheat, the evil side. He touches it and he brings healing to it and he gives us hope that we don't have to go down that particular trail, if you will. And so he invites us into his two great commandments. I've talked to the kids in the school about this quite a bit, so they know what I'm talking about. But it's simple, but it's also really an invitation to love God with our whole heart and soul and mind and strength and to love our neighbor as ourselves. Where that translates is when you're watching the news, it's about the love of God. It's not about the chaos and the mess that's on the news. It's really not. And when you're also having struggles in your family, it's not about the fool's wheat. It's about the love of God. And it's about how we can love our neighbor as ourselves, even when it's difficult. Even when it's difficult. And even when we may be hopping mad at the person that's either the difficult person or the person that we're in communication with. Gives us pause, but it also says to us there is hope. There is hope because that's actually what the evil one wants to say to us. There's no hope, there's no chance, you're going down. And Jesus is saying to us, I have died on the cross to tell you that death has no more power over us, that we in faith will rise with Him. And that's our hope. That's the promise. And that's the call to charity and to love, especially. And so during this Eucharist, let's pray for the grace to really hope in Jesus who gave his life for us, to hope in Jesus who rose from the dead, to hope in Jesus who has ascended to the Father and now gives himself personally in the Eucharist to us. So as we approach the altar to receive his body and blood, and the minister says, the body of Christ, our amen is saying, yes, Lord, I hope in you. Yes, Lord, I love you. And yes, Lord, nothing and no one can ever separate me from your love. Give me an amen on that one. Let's stand and pray.